Thank you, Jesus. Yes, Lord, holy you can steal. My soul has again this morning. Lord, my soul thirsts to know you. My soul thirsts to know you better and better this morning. Father, I thank you for this privilege to come into your presence. I thank you for this privilege to call you God. I thank you for this privilege to call you Father. I thank you for this privilege to come into your presence. Scripture says to enter your gates with thanksgiving, to come into your courts with praises. And so, Father, we say thank you for every gift in our life, for every single blessing in our lives. Lord, we are grateful this morning. Be glorified forevermore in the mighty name of Jesus. For the gift of life, we say thank you. For the gift of your mercies, we say thank you. For the gift of Jesus, we say thank you. For the gift of the blood shed on the cross of Calvary for us, we say thank you. Father, be glorified. Thank you because you are the ancient of days. Thank you because you are the king of kings. Lord, you are the hope of the nations. You are the God of all flesh. Father, be glorified in the mighty name of Jesus. As we spend this time again in your presence this morning, Lord, reading and trying to understand your word, we ask once again, Lord, speak to us. We ask, grant us wisdom and understanding and cause your name to be glorified. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. All right, let me say a big welcome to everyone joining in to devotion this morning. I am Morphe Eyenike. All right, we continue continue reading our Bible today. Especially, we start a new book. It's the book of Colossians. To everyone who is joining me every morning or on daily devotional with Morphe Eyenike, I say thank you. God bless you. Uh, may you continue to increase in wisdom, whether you are on Spotify, on Anchor, on Facebook, on Twitter, whatever platform you're joining me from. God bless you. May you continue to increase in wisdom, in knowledge and understanding in the name of Jesus. May the Lord Jesus himself grant you grace and peace in everything you do in Jesus' name. All right, like I said, we're reading the book of Colossians today. Colossians is such an interesting book, and I promise you, uh, you will be blessed. Uh, Paul's major emphasis in this book is one, just one emphasis, and that is the sovereignty. Yes, the sovereignty of Christ. Okay, so some of the things that Paul is going to share with us I want you to see it not just in the light of how we understand the gospel currently, but in the light of those who would have had them. It would have been difficult. It would have been difficult to take. I'm telling you, he is going to share on the sovereignty of Jesus, you know, the divinity of Jesus, and how Jesus is the physical expression of 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 God's purpose and of God Himself of the of the Godhead. Actually, he, that's the word He uses. 
And I'm telling you, for those in his time, that would have been difficult. Jesus himself made some strong claims. <laughs> Remember when Jesus told the Pharisees, I am. <clears throat> in other words, claiming the title, the title of God. And they picked up stones and they wanted to stone him. And Jesus asked them, "With for which of the miracles are you trying to stone me to death? And they said, no, we are not stoning you for any of the miracles, but that you being a man claim to be God or the Son of God. Okay, so it is that understanding that Paul is going to explain to us. If you would like, please just go to the book of John and read, read up on that story. So Colossians has just four chapters. Paul writes this letter when, while he was in prison. And I'm telling you, I find all the letters that Paul wrote while he was in prison, I find them more composed, okay? Um, even in clarity, um, Paul's emphasis is not in addressing, necessarily addressing any doctrine. Even though at this point, obviously, uh, Paul had heard from Epaphras about what was going on in Colossae, and so he's writing to them. But he's not necessarily addressing any particular doctrine or any particular issue that was going on in at the Colossian, at the church in Colossae. Instead, he was trying to uh, present Jesus to them and let them know that what Jesus did was all that they needed. Okay? What Jesus did on that cross is all that mankind needs. Every physical uh, achievement and physical strive, the work of the flesh, the striving of the flesh, will get us nothing. Okay? In the presence of God, it is useless. Please get your Bibles and let's read Paul's letter to the Colossians this morning. It's just four chapters. And so in four days, we will be true. Greetings from Paul. This letter is from Paul, chosen by the will of God to be an apostle of Christ Jesus and from our brother, Timothy. Um, if you had paid attention, you would have known that that, was, that is a bit, okay, slightly, okay, not slightly anyway. That's a huge leap and a huge difference in the way he introduced himself when he was speaking to the Philippian church. Okay? Uh, because it was the same, uh, it was himself and Timothy that were in prison at that time. And so, Paul introduces himself here as an apostle. But um, when he was writing to the Philippians, he introduced himself as a slave, as a slave of Jesus. Okay? Um, reflecting what he was going through, they were in prison. But yeah, Paul says that, look, this is from Paul, chosen by the will of God to be an apostle of Christ Jesus and from our brother Timothy. We are writing, we, okay, are writing to God's holy people in the city of Colossae who are faithful brothers and sisters in Christ. May God, our Father, give you grace and peace may god our father give you grace and peace and this is one of the signature of of paul okay paul will share grace will share peace with those he writes to 
one of the reasons why you <laughs> as you understand this you you would have you would understand that paul did not write the book of hebrew it's it's quite it's quite straightforward okay so let's go verse 3 it says we always pray to you we always pray for you sorry we always pray for you and we give thanks to god the father of our lord jesus christ for we have heard of your faith in christ jesus and your love for all of god's of, of god's people now one of the things i i love about the the colossian church like many of, of the other churches was that paul often to re, often referred to the fact that they heard about their faith okay and how for some it was that they were growing in faith for some it was that look their faith and their works were well, being well spoken of okay so and that was very important the philippian church for example were those who sh- the only church who continued to stay in church in touch with paul and you know have uh, sent him sent him their offering so paul said look i we heard about of your faith and the question this morning is what are people hearing about your own faith are you representing jesus well okay um on that street are you representing jesus well do people know about your faith or all they know about you ah you know that auntie or you know that uncle ah that man that likes trouble that house ah you don't go there or there's trouble there no paul says for we heard of your faith in christ jesus and your love for all of god's people which come from your confident hope your confident hope of what god has reserved for you in heaven you have had you have had this expectation ever since you first heard of the truth of the good news so that means that the colossian church had received the good news they had become born again and paul is writing to them remember that at this time paul had completed his three missionary journeys it is this same good news that came to you is going out all over the world it is bearing fruit everywhere uh, by changing lives just as it as it changed your lives from the day you first had and understood the truth about god's wonderful grace i pick here if people if the word of god is going to change people life people's life they must hear it they must hear and understand the truth i'm telling you when they understand the truth they understand god's wonderful grace it will change their lives but paul is saying here that not just your life but everywhere where the gospel has gone to it it is changing it is changing people's life the truth also like i always say they were certain jesus was going to come in their time okay and so because of that they were very enthusiastic to take the word of god everywhere so paul says look this same good news that came to you is going out all over all over the world verse 7 you learned about the good news from epaphras our beloved co-worker he is christ's faithful servant and he is helping us on your behalf now look at this wonderful testimony about epaphras and i ask what will be said about you what will your testimony be 
Just like I asked earlier, what do people say about you where you stay? You know, what is your testimony? Epaphras had this wonderful testimony. Paul said, he is Christ's faithful servant. Can that be said about your own Christianity? That you are faithful, that you are, maybe you are gentle, or you are joyful, you are full of joy. I've met people like that. You meet them, you stay around them, you know, there's joy bubbling inside them, and it is contagious, okay? It just, it just, you are just taken in with their joy, and before you know it, you are expressing the same joy, okay? Paul says of Epaphras, he is Christ's faithful servant. What would they say about you? Verse 8, he has told us about the love for others that the Holy Spirit has given has given you. The funny thing about how our work with God is, our work in Christ is, is that it flows from inside outside. It doesn't just stay inside of us. Usually, okay, it will show so that others can see. Yes, others can see what God is doing inside of you. Paul says here that he has told us about the love for others. Yes, their own way of expressing their love for God was that they love others. Okay, they served others. Um, And this, again, I always tell people, applies in every area of your life. Whether this is in marriage, whether this is in the the community, whether this is in your role as in in a family, um, wherever, okay, it says, He has told us about the love for others. And that's just the Christian call. Our our love for others. Nine. So we have not stopped praying for you since we first heard about you. And look at Paul's prayer there here for this church. And we'll pray this prayer for ourselves also at the end. Paul says, we have not stopped. We have not stopped praying for you since we first heard about you. We ask God to give you complete knowledge of his will and to give you spiritual wisdom and understanding. So you see why most people believe that the book of Colossians, Ephesians, Philippians were written about the same time, right? Exactly the same thing that he asked for the Ephesian church is the same thing that he is asking for here. Even the Philippian church, God Okay, our prayer is simple for you. God will give you will give you complete knowledge of his will. Complete knowledge of his will and we give you spiritual wisdom and understanding. Go back and listen to what I said. You know, when we when we read we we read the book of Ephesians together and the purpose of spiritual wisdom and understanding, spiritual insight and understanding with spiritual wisdom you are able to discern what the will of God is. Understanding, you know, you know God better and better. And that is what I pray for you this morning. God will give you spiritual wisdom. God will give you spiritual insight. You know, you will know God. Just like Daniel said, those who know their God will be strong. Yes, you will know God. You will not be intimidated. You will be strong in the Lord. You will be strong in the power of his might, in the mighty name of Jesus. 10 says, then the way you live will always honor and please the Lord. 
and your lives will produce every kind of good fruit. All the while, you will grow as you learn to know God better and better. How does this happen? How do we grow to know God better and better? Yes, we God gives us the, the spirit or God gives us spiritual wisdom and understanding. In Ephesians, Paul explains it this way. God gives you the spirit of wisdom and revelation, the eyes of your understanding being enlightened. Okay, so I encourage you to pray this prayer regularly for yourself. As a Christian, you must have spiritual wisdom. You must have understanding, okay? You can't be, uh, Paul said, look, you can't be tossed about to and fro by every wind of doctrine. No, you have to be able to stand. Yes, he said that in the book of Ephesians. You have to be able to, to stand your ground. You must know God better and better. God can't just be the God that is preached to, to you or that the, the God that is talked about in church by the pastor. No, you have to encounter God for yourself. Very important. Paul says that God will give you spiritual wisdom and understanding. And I pray this morning, God, fill you with the spirit of wisdom. God, fill you with understanding this morning in the mighty name of Jesus. You will know God better and better in the name of Jesus. 11. We also pray that you will be strengthened with all his glorious power. Same prayer for the efficient church. Okay, that you will recognize, you will know the power, the power that raised Jesus Christ from the dead. Yes, the same thing here. We also pray that you will be strengthened with all his glorious power so you will have all the endurance and patience you need. May you be filled with joy. And I pray the same prayer for you this morning. May you be strengthened with God's glorious power. Yes, it's like someone who is carrying an AK-47 and is intimidated before somebody carrying, carrying a pen knife. Ah, I pray you will recognize God's glorious power. You will know the power that God invested in Christ when he raised him from the dead. Yes, you will recognize, you will know it. You will know what happened. You will understand what happened when Jesus said on that cross, it is finished. Yes, you will recognize, you will know God's power. I pray for you this morning in the mighty name of Jesus. He said, may you be filled with joy. Wow, what prayer. May you be filled with joy this morning. Not happiness, be filled with joy. Be filled with, with, with excitement, with, with that bubbling feeling that everything will be perfect. Everything will be okay. Hallelujah. It says, may you be filled with joy, always thanking the Father. He has enabled you to share in the inheritance that belong to his people who live in the light. For he has rescued us from the kingdom of darkness and transferred us into the kingdom of his dear son. God has rescued us from the kingdom of darkness and transferred us. There are versions who use translated or transplanted, transferred us into, into the kingdom of his dear son. In other words, we have been taken from one location to another location. Okay, We are no longer children of the devil. 
Yes, we are now children of God. God rescued us from the kingdom of darkness and he has now translated us. He has now you know, transferred us into the kingdom of his dear son. This is the kingdom of light. This is the kingdom of our, our savior, Jesus Christ. He says, who purchased our freedom and forgave, forgive our sins. Okay, so you are not a child of the devil anymore. Yes, you are not within the territory of the devil anymore. You are not in the kingdom of the territory of the For example, it's like the American ambassador living in Nigeria. Okay? <laughs> you might think that as he's walking around, he's just like any other person like you. <laughs> no, 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 no. Ah, no. He represents a government. It is the government of the United States of America. Some will say the most powerful, the most powerful nation in the world currently. Okay, I don't know whether that is true, whether it's China or the U.S. Me, okay, let's leave that. Okay, but he is representing a government, and he carries himself with that understanding. So when he is walking the street of Lagos, eh, you will see, you will see soldiers, you will see, uh, you will see protection guards for him. Why? Because. He does not belong, even though he is working on here in Lagos, he does not belong to this government. Yes. In fact, there are times where he is not even protected. He's not even being protected by Nigerian soldiers. He's protected by, by, by U.S. Marines. Yes, because he is an ambassador. The same thing applies to you. Um, God also, uh, the power of God is at work in you. You will be shocked that there, that there are angels on guard watching over you just have this understanding god has transferred us from the kingdom of darkness into the kingdom of his dear son into the kingdom of christ jesus hallelujah now let's go let's focus on the theme the main theme that paul will continue to emphasize in in the book of colossians and that is christ's supremacy christ's sovereignty that will be his emphasis you know throughout throughout the book of colossians from verse 15 it says christ is the visible image of the invisible god he existed before anything was created and is supreme over all creation christ is the visible image of the invincible god Okay, so if you don't, and that was this was this was the big problem in the Old Testament, people could not understand God, they could not explain God, uh, because there is this understanding that if you see God, you will die. Okay, you will see die. You will see, you see God, you will die. No one ever saw God in the Old Testament. In fact, for the person who came closest to under to seeing God, God told him that you can't see my face. If you see my face, you will die. So God covered him in the cleft of the rock, okay, Moses. And he said, look, my glory will pass, whether that is God himself or just the glory of God that passed. God said, my glory will pass before you. And then I will remove my hand and then you can see me from behind. But no one can see me and live. But when Christ appeared, Christ is the invisible image. In other words, when you look at Jesus, you are seeing God. Jesus was representing, was representing everything that God would be. Hallelujah. In other words, when you looked at Christ, 
you will understand God. When you look at Christ, you will understand God's purpose, God's feeling, you know, and God's mannerism, if you want to use that, okay, even though God, God is not a man. Hallelujah. So Christ is the visible image of the invisible God. I don't know how to please God. I don't know how to please God. I don't know how human beings should please God. Just look at Jesus. Okay? I don't know how to approach God. I don't know how to approach, approach God. Just look at Jesus. He is the visible image of the invincible God. 16 says, For through him, God created everything in the heaven, heavenly realms and on earth. He made the things we can see and the things we can see, such as thrones, kingdoms, rulers, authorities in, in the unseen world, and everything was created through him and for him. Everything was created in Christ and by Christ. It says, for through him, God created everything. Eh? Everything means everything. And because everything was created for him and through him, everything submits to him, including Satan himself. He says, such as thrones, kingdoms, rulers, and authority in the unseen world. Everything was created through him and for him. Okay, so when we mention, when we declare the name of Jesus, when we invoke that name, now you need to understand what happens. Whether they are thrones, whether they are powers, whether it is in your village, <laughs> whether it's in the town, whether it's in the city, over a country, whether they are rulers, authority, they must bow to the name of Jesus. Why? Because everything was created through him and for him. 17. He existed before anything else and he, and he holds all creation together. Jesus Christ existed before anything else and he holds all creation together when you hold all creation together that means you know you you are uh, by your power you are holding them in place okay that means you have the strength to be able to pull everything together that strength is christ so you will understand now when the bible talks about we being the body of Christ. <laughs> you don't know the authority you wield. It says Christ is also the head of the church, which is his, which is his body. He is the beginning. Okay? The supreme over all will rise from the dead. So he is first in everything. Okay? He's talking about the supremacy, the sovereignty of Christ here. Christ is first in everything he is supreme over over all he is the beginning okay he is the first jesus will introduce christ will introduce himself in the book of revelation i am alpha i am omega i am beginning i am end it was before all things it says for god in all his fullness was pleased to live in christ Yes, God was pleased to live in Christ. God was pleased to show us himself in Christ. So when we were looking at Jesus, we were looking at God. He says, and through him, God reconciled everything to himself. He made peace with everything in heaven and on earth by means of Christ's blood on the cross. So now you understand. 
that God has made peace with the whole world, with the whole of creation, God has made peace. Our duty is to present this peace to the whole of creation. Okay? So, to those you count as worthless, to those you count as, no, these are, they are not worthy of receiving God's peace. Okay? God made peace with them. Uh, true, he has, in fact, not just making peace with, with them, he also reconciled them to himself. Okay? He reconciled them, not caring whether they wanted to be reconciled or not. He reconciled them to himself. Because they were all created for him and through him anyway, he reconciled them to himself by means of Christ's blood on the cross. Hallelujah. 21. This includes you who were once far away from God. You were his enemies, separated from him by your evil thoughts and actions. Yet now, he has reconciled you to himself through the death of Jesus, of Christ in his physical body. As a result, he has brought you into his own presence and you are holy and blameless as you stand before him and without a single fault. Hallelujah. Paul says, in Christ, these people were holy and blameless. When he wrote to some of them, he called them saints. I know that, look, this concept is difficult for for majority of us to understand because you think that your holiness, your sainthood, okay, it's all about how pure you are living on this earth. It will not work. It doesn't work like that. eh? Um, Our own physical strive is not the, uh, the the evidence, the proof, the guarantee that we we became saints. Okay, it is what Jesus finished on that cross that is sufficient for 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 our sainthood or our purity or our being holy. Paul says it very important. As a result, he has brought you into his own presence, and you are holy and blameless as you stand before him without a single fault. But you must continue to believe this truth. Our, our own duty is to continue to believe the truth. That's all. Continue to believe the truth and stand firmly in it. Don't drift away from the assurance you received when you heard the good news. The good news has been preached all over the world, and I, Paul, have been appointed as God's servant to proclaim it. All right, let's finish this one. Paul's work for the church. I am glad when I suffer for you in my body, for I am participating in the suffering of Christ that continues for his body, the church. Okay, so of course, the church was heavily persecuted during this time. God has given me the responsibility of serving his church by proclaiming his entire message to you. This message was kept secret for centuries and generations past, but now it has been revealed to to God's people. For God wanted them to know that the riches and glory of Christ are for for you Gentiles. And this is the secret. Christ lives in you. Ah, I love that song. He lives in you. He lives in you. Hallelujah. Christ lives in you. It is ah, a wonderful secret. Christ lives in you. Hey. Because Christ lives in you, you belong to God. You are a saint. Hallelujah. It says this gives you assurance of sharing his glory. 
says, so we tell others about Christ, warning everyone and teaching everyone with all the wisdom God has given us. We want to present them to God perfect in their relationship to Christ. He says, that's why I walk and struggle so hard depending on Christ's mighty power that walks within within me. Hallelujah. Alright, so that is Colossians chapter 1. I don't know about you, but I was blessed reading that. So, quite a few things that we have this we have we are coming to realize this morning first of all jesus is supreme okay jesus completes the whole of creation uh, jesus is all all we need is the sacrifice of jesus nothing okay nothing we can do physically will ever be enough all we need is Jesus' sacrifice on the cross. That's one. Number two, accept that sacrifice as your own. Okay? You are complete in him who is the head of all principalities and power. Accept that you are in Christ. Also this morning, okay, let's pray that prayer for ourselves. That God will fill us with spiritual wisdom and understanding, right? Paul says, may you be filled with joy. Let's pray it for ourselves this morning. Go ahead and continue to pray. Father, fill us with joy this morning. Lord, give us spiritual wisdom. Give us spiritual understanding. Let us know you better and better. In the name of Jesus, help us to understand your sovereignty for us. In the name of Jesus, help us to understand your comp- our completeness in you. In the name of Jesus, I pray this morning, we will no longer be tossed to and fro by every wind of doctrine. Father, for someone, they will no longer be afraid because they will know from today that they are now complete in Christ. In the mighty name of Jesus, Jesus, we thank you this morning because you are far above all principalities and power and we stand in on that authority and declare peace this morning in our lives in the name of jesus father we say thank you in jesus mighty name we pray amen all right thank you so much for listening today god bless you enjoy your day